The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good evening, everyone. Welcome. Good to see everyone. I'm curious this evening, how many of you are relatively new to this happy hour? Okay. And how many have been coming for under a year? Thank you. And over a year? Great. Yeah, I think there are some people who've been here since almost the beginning of this offering of Happy Hour. So one of the things I've found very beneficial in my practice for most of it, the last 16 out of 18 years, um, have been these four practices that we do during happy hour that are sometimes called the Brahma Viharas. Um, They are loving kindness, which in the Pali language is also called metta, compassion called karuna, sympathetic joy in the Pali language, it's mudita, and equanimity, also called upekka. So these are, in Pali, the Brahma Viharas, or what are known as the heavenly abodes, or the sublime states. And they support our movement towards freedom from suffering, stress, and dissatisfaction. Um, One of the things I'd like to do this evening is return to some of the basics about it. And um, I'll give you a quote from Nyanaponika Tara who was a German-born Theravadan Buddhist monk and scholar whose life spanned most of the 20th century. After he ordained in Sri Lanka, he later became the co-founder of the Buddhist Publication Society, and he authored many very important books and articles on Theravadan Buddhism. He mentored and taught a whole generation of Western Buddhist leaders like Bhikkhu Bodhi, whose translations of the middle-length discourses and many of the suttas are really valuable to those of us in the West studying them. So Nyanaponikatera, in an essay entitled The Four Sublime States, wrote the following. These four attitudes are said to be excellent or sublime because they are right the right or ideal way of conduct towards living beings. They provide, in fact, the answer to all situations arising from social contact. They are the great removers of tension, the great peacemakers in social conflict, and the great healers of wounds suffered in the struggle of existence. They level social barriers build harmonious communities, awaken slumbering magnanimity long forgotten, revive joy and hope long abandoned, and promote human brotherhood against the forces of egotism. In the meditative exercises, the selection of people to whom the thought of love, compassion, or sympathetic joy is directed proceeds from the easier to the more difficult. Since this meditation is concerned with the welfare of the living, one should not choose people who have died 
one should also avoid choosing people towards whom one may have feelings of sexual attraction. So that's what we're going to be doing this evening, practicing loving kindness for that particular uh, set of people, or according to the way this practice is traditionally done, according to Nyanaponika Tara's essay. So with that, uh, let's begin settling into um, our meditation posture. Something that's alert and also relaxed, perhaps closing your eyes or placing them someplace neutral and softening the gaze. And giving yourself a few minutes just to recognize how you are in body, heart, and mind right now. As you settle in, perhaps breathing a few deeper or longer breaths. And as we begin this loving-kindness meditation, we'll first do it for ourselves. So beginning by filling your heart and mind with an image or a feeling of yourself in your best moments or a time when you were kind. It could be large or small, but just we're bringing into the heart and mind the best part of ourselves and allowing that to really fill your attention. And then gently, quietly, like a whisper in the mind, saying these wishes that incline the mind towards kindness for oneself. May I be healthy. May I be safe and free from harm. May I be happy. May I be free from suffering. So you can say these with as much space between them as slowly as you like, at your own pace, just inclining these kind wishes to yourself. They aren't demands. They're just inclinations of the mind and heart. May I be healthy. Whatever level of health you can experience, even if you are currently ill or suffer from a chronic condition, just whatever health is possible, may I be healthy.
May I be safe and free from harm. May I be happy. May I be free from suffering. And just as I wish to be happy and free from suffering, so may all beings be happy and free from suffering. And next, allowing yourself to bring to mind someone for whom you have respect and appreciation. It might be a teacher or a mentor who's been kind to you. It could even be a Dharma teacher you've never met personally, but their writings or their Dharma talks have been helpful. Just allowing your heart and mind to fill with the kindness that this person has extended towards you or the benefit that they've offered you and other people. And then in a quiet whisper in the mind, inclining the mind to these same wishes for this person. May you be healthy. May you be safe and free from harm.
May you be happy. May you be free from suffering. Repeating these phrases at your own pace. This respected, appreciated person in your life. Just as I wish to be happy and free from suffering, so may this revered teacher or mentor, so may all beings be happy and free from suffering. Next, allowing your, your heart and mind to call to mind a well-loved friend. Friend doesn't have to be perfect, but just someone who has been a kind presence in your life. Allowing the feeling of that person's kindness or the image of them to fill your heart and mind. And extending these same kind wishes to them. May you be healthy. May you be safe and free from harm. May you be happy.
May you be free from suffering. And continuing with these kind wishes towards the friend whose kindness has touched you. And next, allowing the image of your friend to fade into the background and bringing to mind a stranger. This is someone you see in your life, perhaps frequently, like a clerk in the grocery store or anyone who's regular, regularly in your life, but you don't know them. Bringing their image to mind and imagining their kindness. The clerk in the store is providing service. It's helpful to you. Imagining that person and their kindness. And then extending these same kind wishes to them. May you be healthy. May you be happy. May you be safe and free from harm. May you be free from suffering. Continuing to extend these kind wishes towards this person you don't really know.
And next, allowing yourself to bring to mind a difficult person in your life. This could be someone whose behavior is difficult for you or just with whom you have a challenging relationship. Or if there's no one from your life that comes to mind, it could be a public figure who you find to be difficult. And as you bring them to your heart and mind, imagine them as an innocent infant. At one time, they came into the world completely innocent. And perhaps imagining that whatever way they were raised, there might have been some difficulties in that period of time, or there may be forms of suffering that this person is going through that are invisible. And somehow they've tried to live their life in some way to make, to try and have a happy life or to get things to work out well. Perhaps bringing those imaginings to mind as you silently wish them kind wishes. May you be healthy. It could be that their life was not such a healthy one, or that they're suffering some form of ill health. May you be safe and free from harm. It's possible this person went through periods of their life where they were subjected to harm, to a lack of safety. May you be happy. Wishing them the kind of happiness that's healthy for all living beings. May you be free from suffering. Perhaps it's some invisible suffering that they're going through right now that makes them so difficult or challenging. And just continuing at your own pace to send kind wishes towards this challenging person.
Just as I wish to be happy and free from suffering, so may the challenging person, so may all beings be happy and free from suffering. And now gathering into your heart and mind all the people for whom you've said this loving-kindness practice this evening. Not only them, but all other humans in the world in all different conditions of life. And all beings, all animals, all creatures. Bring the whole of the living beings on planet Earth into your heart and mind. And extending these same kind wishes towards them. May you be healthy. This could even be a feeling in the heart or the body, as well as words, or it could simply be the words, the images. May you be safe and free from harm. May you be happy. May you be free from suffering.
Just as I wish to be happy and free from suffering, so may all beings be happy and free from suffering. Just a few more uh, quotes from Nanaponika Tara about this practice we've been doing. They are called abodes because they should become the mind's constant dwelling places where we feel at home. They should not remain merely places of rare and short visits, soon forgotten. In other words, our minds should become thoroughly saturated by them. They should become our inseparable companions, and we should be mindful of them in all our common activities. These four, love, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity, are also known as the boundless states, because in their perfection and their true nature, They should not be narrowed by any limitation as to the range of beings towards whom they are extended. They should be non-exclusive and impartial, not bound by selective preferences or prejudices. A mind that has attained to that boundlessness of the Brahma-viharas will not harbor any national, racial, religious, or class hatred. But unless rooted in a strong natural affinity with such a mental attitude, it will certainly not be easy for us to affect that boundless application by a deliberate effort of will and to avoid consistently any kind or degree of partiality. To achieve that, in most cases, we shall have to use these four qualities not only as principles of conduct and objects of reflection, but also as subjects of methodical meditation. That meditation is called Brahma-vihara-bhavana, the meditative development of the sublime states. So you can see this lovely uh, high bar and standard that Nyanapanakatera is inspiring us to practice towards that could lead to no national, racial, religious, or class hatred. So may we continue to cultivate and enjoy this practice on a daily basis. They say this is 
said to be a very good practice to do before going to bed at night as it sort of clears the heart and inclines it in a positive direction. And with that, we'll go to our breakout groups this evening. Mm -hmm.